Another special edition of Locked on Astros. We discussed the Kendall Graveman trade, the details of that, what Dana Brown said, and how does Scherzer going to Texas affect the Astros in their talks with Justin Verlander possibly making a reunion. Let's talk about this on a special edition trade deadline of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talks Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you? Um, are you up there with Max Scherzer right now? No, I am not with Max Scherzer. He's not in Dallas yet, but if he was here, I would let him know that if Justin Verlander comes back, He's got his hands full, even without that. Remember, the Dodgers won 116 games last year, and they didn't make the World Series. But I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Always Strohs. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Kendall Graveman and all his excitement about coming back to Houston. He wanted to stay with the Astros. Unfortunately, didn't work out with him. He uh, he's always had the number 49, but unfortunately, that's Larry Darker's number. So now he's going to go back to number 31. And so uh, we don't know if he's going to pitch in this game right now. It's the seventh inning. 11 nothing Astros. This has been all Astros in this game, and there's a lot for us to discuss. Uh, Dana Brown had some interesting comments after the, the Kendall Graveman trade. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Graveman's comments. Uh, also, uh, Scherzer is going to the Rangers. What does that mean for the Astros overall? And could that mean a Justin Verlander reunion? We've already seen a Graveman, Graveman re- reunion. Could we see that? And then also Hunter Brown. What a great start. The offense scored some runs. We'll talk a little bit about that as well on this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. But this is um, thank you for making the Lockdown Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and keep on subscribing to us. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast and become an everydayer, somebody that listens to your podcast every day. And uh, it's during the trade deadline, we're literally doing a podcast every day. So uh, go ahead and become an everydayer and uh, listen to our podcast. So, Brett, I know Dana Brown said that the primary focus for the Astros was really to get a, a a reliever. They really wanted to shore up the bullpen. Uh, They felt like they were using too many of the same high leverage relievers too often and that the starting pitcher is would be nice but it wasn't a big priority they would like to get a left-handed bat uh we could talk a little bit about uh cody bellinger in a little bit too but uh so much to discuss yeah there is and, and you know it's funny that that you that you say that you know we mentioned the emphasis on what the astros are saying that they want versus what they're uh, what they're coming off of but I, I have to think that now that you got Kendall Graveman, now that you short up that back end, um, and now that Texas got Max Scherzer, now you've got Scherzer, who next year will be paired whenever DeGrom comes back, 
him and DeGrom will be paired up. That'll be a heck of a one-two combo with Nathan Ivaldi. That's one-two-three. That's like one of the one of the top three tandems there. You got to think that the urgency just went through the roof of the Astros to really right. go after Justin Verlander. Um, so my question to you is, if they do go after Justin Verlander, if they do pursue him, then does that mean that they are going to still go get a bat? Because the price for Verlander seems like, I, I don't know how high it's going to be, but they're going to want the mess to take on a lot of that salary. But um, I like the Graveman deal. Um, and Dana assured us why he got Graveman and why it was important to do that, like you just mentioned. So, I, you know, I like that. Yeah, uh, so he said that's one of the points of uh, that made him attractive, the fact that he had an extra year of control. Unlike last time, he was more of a rental. He was just here for two months. Now you got him for two months and a whole year. And so uh, I think that Graveman probably wanted to stay in Houston, but the Astros yeah, are yeah. only offering him a two-year deal, but he got a three-year deal with the White Sox. And instead, they went ahead and gave a three-year deal to Rafael Montero. So, uh, but we're not going to go down that road tonight. Well, you know, but, he did say he did say to McTaggart that that he that he wanted to, but he could not turn down the deal offered. Right. But that him and the Astros were very very close. So, okay, I think the sentiment was there from what because McTaggart interviewed him once once he got in. I I think McTaggart's going to try to kind of take over the Berman role. You know how Berman's like there at the airport every time someone shows up. I'm not saying Berman was. I'm not saying. Um, McTaggart was at the airport, but he's probably going to be the guy that he probably has an office over there. Berman had an office over there. So I think yeah. he's just going to lease it out to McTaggart and McTaggart's just going to be there. there oh, Hey, uh, so-and-so just erase, e erase Berman off the thing and write McTaggart. But yeah, look, um, at, at, at the end of the day, um, Grayman coming back, I think is a good thing. I know people, you know, it's so weird. People are so focused on metrics and baseball they're like, well, you know, he's declined. And I looked at his percentage of his usage of this pitch. And I'm just like, can't y'all ever be happy about anything? That's the thing that bugs me about the metrics crowd. It's like, yes, I see this and I see that. And I know you can't, numbers don't lie. But if the club thinks this is a good fit and Graveman feels like this is a good fit, then why are you trying to knock it? Like, why are we trying to find stuff wrong with right. everything? The Montero deal is easy to pick apart. I mean, that's simple, but I don't, I don't, I, you know, I, I like the Graveman thing. I think some people are underplaying it. I think some people might be overplaying a little bit, but it is an excellent deal, I believe. And I don't think Corey Lee was too high of a price because he didn't have a future in Houston. Sorry. He just did not. Uh, I think Yiner Diaz, uh, once Mar Martin Maldonado leaves, I think that uh, Diaz is going to be the starting catcher. And then you'll have somebody else like uh, Cesar Salazar, who was added to Taxi Squad. So that was he an was. interesting move. I don't know if that means that there's something uh, wrong with Martin Maldonado, and they're just not telling us right now. But uh, Dana Brown said that the main uh, attraction for Graveman is the extra year of control, and we're going to be, be able to use him a lot last year, uh, next year too. So that was a big reason why they went out there and he also said um that the white Sox had some type of um they've been talking to the white Sox for a few days and the white Sox may have had some type of deadline to make all their trades and get their trades done they didn't want to wait till the last minute so that's why you saw the white Sox doing a lot of trades within a 24 36 hours period because they're like okay 
We don't wait till the last minute. Let's just go and get these done because um, I think a lot of people are still asking about Dylan Cease. And for some reason, um, Andrew uh, Andrew Bummer, I forgot what his first name Mm -hmm. is, but I just always call him a bummer is um, that those two pitchers have been labeled as untouchable. And so a bummer has a six something ERA, but this is what Dana Brown has to say about uh, this. He says that um, we're still talking about starting pitchers. If there's something, somebody that wows us and if we can get decent deal done, that'd be great. Although it's not as high a priority as the bullpen was because our bullpen is really taxed and has been used a lot. So just to kind of follow up a little bit more detail, I, I just actually got, got an email from Sugarland Space Cowboys. Um, they have called up CJ Stubbs from Corpus Christi to Sugarland because Sugarland, once they promoted Salazar, only had Luke Berryhill as right. their catcher. They had one catcher. So that's who they moved up. I didn't know if it would be him or Correa, but CJ Stubbs, the the brother of um, Garrett Stubbs. Garrett Stubbs. I I almost said Drew Stubbs, which was an old guy from like the early 2000s. Anyways, yeah. So Garrett Stubbs' brother just got promoted to AAA um, Sugarland. Yeah. So uh, Baker said that of, on Graveman, he has an outstanding track record in the playoffs for us in 2021. He can close on certain days whenever Presley is down, can help us in setup situation, high leverage situations to give us some of our guys uh, a much needed rest. We just hope we get the same Graveman we got before. And so Graveman has not had the best of season. And so I know a lot of people are like, why did you trade your future catcher for a reliever who's not even having the best season? But he was their closer. Uh, he does have eight saves. He is a reliable guy. He's he's somebody that uh, his whiff rate is up um, a little bit this season on his four-seamer. Um, and it's the highest of his career at 50.8%. And uh, so we'll see what happens, but his sinker is moving like a wiffle ball this year. So we're seeing, he's seeing a little bit more movement on it, but uh, I think that um, the Astros now need to kind of move away from looking at the bullpen role and kind of moving at uh, getting another part for their rotation, possibly just because I, I know Dana Brown will I mean not Dana Brown, but um, Hunter Brown, we'll talk about him in a second, but he did a great start today, but definitely they need some more parts for the uh, bullpen. That's their own one. Um, and definitely something that we need to discuss is um, like, and uh, Hunter Brown and what are the Astros going to do is Justin Verlander coming back as well. That's right. So we are talking about our sponsor, eBay motors, the right parts, the right fit, the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Look for a championship team. It's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's it's time. Um, it, it's the same. Sorry. When it comes to your vehicle, every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay motors with eBay guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time and you just add your ride to my garage to make sure the green check shows up to let you know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. 
Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. All right, so going back to Kendall Graveman, I know that uh, he had some things to say. Um, he said that the decisions to leave the Astros was hard, and uh, he can't really put into words, I'm excited to get to a place that feels like home to me. Uh, he he had a lot of good compliments towards um, not just the Astros, Jim Crane, but he also had some good compliments to Jose Abreu because we have to remember that he was a teammate with him in 2022. And he says this feels like a um, a home for him. And he also said that um, I know what the locker room felt like after that loss in the World Series. One of the things that was really special about the group is the hunger and the desire to always continue to win. I know how hard that can be. When you play so long in a postseason every year to repeat it, that's a lot of mental fortitude that comes along with that. It's no secret that the guys have been there and had shorter outings than anybody else, everybody else for the past uh, five, or sorry, shorter off seasons than everybody else for the past five or six years. And they continue to put their best foot forward. Uh, that's special. He also said great things about Jose Altuve, Jose, I mean, Jordan Alvarez, and he said it's also great to see uh, Brian Abreu pitching out of bullpen. And uh, I, I think uh, he, we saw he saw a different version of Abreu at that time. Um, the the good Abreu came last year. Well, the thing you know about Kendall Graveman is he's a warrior. You know, I I think there's some classic images of when he. Um, in the playoffs when he did a strikeout, then Martin right. Maldonado threw out the Red Sox at second. You know, just that raw emotion that he brings. And um, we, we've talked a lot this season, Eric, about a spark missing. And I think we've seen that with the return of Jordan and, and um, Altuve. But I think, too, Abreu has come into his own. Chaz McCormick has come into his own. Um, Bregman's starting to hit better. You know, Kyle Tucker. These things are starting to slowly fall into place. And the... The panickers, the chicken littles, the sky is falling, the dynasty is over type of people are, yeah, and Eric looked up, like most people on Twitter do, oh my God, the sky is falling. Every time an Astro sneezes, they're like, oh, oh, it's over. No, it's not. Like, chill out. Play play the long game. Be, be confident in what this team is. And why would they bring back Graveman if they thought he was like a shell of his former self? Right. Um. We trust Dana Brown, we trust the process, and we trust the evaluators, okay? Um, the Montero thing was not Dana Brown. This is Dana Brown. It's just, it really makes me wonder, what are they going to do now that Scherzer is in Texas? Because, Eric, this makes a fun rivalry, dude. Like, the rivalry now actually means something. Both right. teams are in first place. Both, I mean, bo both teams are fighting for first place. And it's been so long that most of the time they're good and we're bad or we're good and they're bad. And we haven't really had much of the mingling of the two powers in the West. And I like that. Yes. Uh, so going um, off what you just said about Scherzer, Scherzer is actually a shell of himself. His fastball is at all time low and he's just not the wow. same pitcher. And so for the Rangers to go all in and basically uh, pay most of his um, salary. I think the Mets sent $22.5 million uh, yeah. to the, or, or actually paid him 
not necessarily to the Rangers, but paid Max Scherzer to pay down his contract a little bit. And um, Max Scherzer wanted to keep the opt-out for the 2024 season, but he has already said that he will not opt-out. Um, so we'll see if that happens. But uh, they also get a pretty good prospect in Louis Angel Acuna, which is Ronald's brother. Um, so uh, that is a big price to pay. So um, they don't know if they're going to have Scherzer for next year. So they are going all in for 2023. They, they have, what, a one or two game lead on the Astros as we speak right now. They have a and two game lead. You know, the Astros, the Astros, as we are recording this, are winning 11 to 2. Um, the Padres and Rangers have not kicked off, but the Padres did win game one. And so if things go line the right way, the Astros will be within one game. And then we can just pray for a Padres sweep and the Astros do their thing the next day. And then we're tied again. Yeah. And you know what, Eric, as we speak right now, Jose Altuve is up to bat. He, um, just, he just crushed a home run. That's right. 13 to two. So I don't think there's any danger of the Astros losing this game at all. At uh, yeah, no, no. Don't put that Ricky, that Eve on me, Ricky. Well, on me. Come on. It's bottom of the seventh, dude. Come on. This is like, have, have you seen Tampa's relief pitching tonight? It's terrible. Yeah. But out, look, that's Altuve's first hit of this game. Um, so good for him. Anyways. Right. Um, but look, one of the, one of the things that, that I think we need to look at is, is this, um, I, th you know, like you mentioned it, it's important that Scherzer waived his, his, his deal saying basically, I guess his player option where he could walk if he wants to. In other words, he's going to stay, he'll be here through 2024. So right. that's really what the Rangers wanted. And that's probably what they were talking to him about. Like, okay, we can't just have you here one and done. Like, like you and DeGrom will be here 2024 like for most of the season together, like we need right. that. And Evaldi, Evaldi's having a Cy Young type season. So. Yeah, but he's also having another start skipped, and so he's been having some health issues recently. So he has, uh, yes. There's a but need saying, for Scherzer, so they had to go out there and make well, that's a move. True. That's true. Good call. Good call on that. So there is a um, there is a feeling around uh, Houston, and I know that Dana Brown and the Astros probably. Um, I think Dana Brown even said it. Well, if you're looking at the top three, the top three are doing pretty good. Brandon Belak has been a good number four. Uh, if you have Jose Arquiti come back and pitch well, he's pitched well in the playoffs. We don't technically need another starting pitcher, uh, but I don't think that the Rangers technically needed another starting pitcher. But they went out and got Scherzer, who's nine and four with a 4.0 ERA, has 121 strikeouts and 107.2 innings pitch. So um, he's still having a okay season. But there's somebody out there in Queens also that would like to probably come home, even though uh, he's probably made a home for himself in Queens. But uh, I think that Justin Verlander, there has been a lot of um, smoke and mirrors uh, there about will he be traded? I know that with um, as opposed to Scherzer, there's the third year option that could uh, trigger if he pitches 140 innings next year, and that would uh, trigger the uh, third year option of 35 million for Verlander. And so the Astros are possibly asking for, and this is from Bob Nightingale, uh, his article that just came out, the, they're probably asking for the Mets to pay for a big chunk of uh, Verlander's salary. 
Uh, they didn't want to pay for it in the first place, so they let him walk. So they definitely don't want to pay for it now. But at the same time, um, does that mean you're going to have to give up Gilbert and take on a big chunk of the salary and the Mets do something like they did there? And then if um, he pitches 140 innings next year, then you just go ahead and uh, like the Mets say, okay, well, we'll go ahead and send you half of his 2025 salary as well as like, like a player to be named later, uh, cash to be named later, something like that. Hey, you know what? I don't know what all they're going to do with that, but I can tell you this again, this happened. Maybe we need to do this more often. The Astros just hit another home run. Alex Bregman, a two run shot while we're recording this. It's 15 to two. Good guys. Wow. <laughs> what a game. He has had a home run earlier than you had a Brady with a home run earlier. Brady, right. And Hunter Brown. I know he gave up that two run homer, but he looked pretty good today. Christian Javier yeah. had 22 swings and misses in yesterday's game and had nine strikeouts. He looks like he's developing stuff back. I know the Astros lost that game, but the overall, uh, concept of it is you you limited them to four runs you just didn't score enough runs in that game and i just i think the astros are starting to feel it that maybe that kendall graveman trade is going to trigger some um, offensive things i think alvarez who's batting right now he's two for four right now um and he just hit a home run (laughs) well don't they have a a uh don't they have a 16 to 2 Alvarez just a, hit a um, home run. This is position player, I think. <laughs> Can't you tell by the way he's pitching? Yes, Pinto. So, yeah. Anyways, so look, so look, let me ask you this because I want to ask you this question and dovetail it into, into Hunter Brown, okay? Okay. What what would it mean to get back Justin Verlander for this team when you've seen guys like JP France excel? You've seen Hunter Brown struggle you've seen christian javier struggle and valdez hasn't necessarily been himself how big would it be for justin verlander to come back and then hunter brown have start to figure things out looks like what he did in this game while we're talking talk talk the importance of verlander being here with all Um, those things kind of around it I think the importance of Verlander being on this team is something that we saw in um, that last game of the Rangers series is Framer Valdez is good, but he can also come in glued just like that. Um, So you need somebody out there that doesn't lose their cool. Oh, that was almost another home run by Kessinger. (laughs) I didn't say anything to you. (laughs) But trying um, to get in the mix. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely I think that if you're looking at what would it do to the psyche of the young pitchers, I don't think it would do anything. I think Brandon Belak would just kind of go back to being no no no. But like JP France is on this team. JP France is going to be a part of this rotation. I, I would believe I think he's the or, number three guy right now. I would say he's like the number three guy. I think Hunter Brown would be the number four. And then uh, Christian Javier is well, maybe all the way down to number five at this point. So let's just, go. So let's go Valdez. Let's just assume Verlander. Actually, no, back. no. Yeah. So let's Valdez, go uh, Valdez, Verlander. Verlander. And then let's put Javier there because you got to have Javier. Let's there. put Javier there because, you know, Dusty's probably going to put JP there. Yeah, Hunter and then, Brown and JP France. You, yeah. you have five guys. Now, you obviously in the first round, 
if you're not in first place, you're you're not going to need a five man. Right. But when you go to a seven game series, you might you might need that fifth guy. Um, right. You know, you you could always piggyback too. You could always put JP France. You say, okay, Hunter and JP, y'all are going to hybrid start. You also have they to limit that. the innings, like because Hunter Brown has um, only pitched True. X amount of innings, so and they're going to have and to that may be a formula. But yeah. you know, that may be a formula of success, Eric, because in AAA, we've even been at games where they've done that back to back, and um, they've they've done those things. So I just yeah. I, I really want Verlander to come back. Um, so Verlander, not just – I know he, his success in the postseason has been hit or miss, but he is nails for the Astros typically in the regular season. And f- for him to come back, and I know what he's done with the Mets has not been great, but uh, if the Astros can get him back to what he's been doing for the past uh, three or – or when he's healthy uh, with the Astros for uh, the past, what, four or five years uh, with the Astros, I think he would be innings eater, somebody that would um, pitch some great games um, and just do exactly what the Astros need, limit the bullpen usage. And uh, th- he's exactly the horse the Astros need. They need to go out there and get a top of the rotation guy. Yes, you can go. You can go the rest of the season with JP France and Brandon Belak and Hunter Brown. But as good as Hunter Brown pitched day and JP France has pitched, uh, there's they're likely likely to have some blowups as well. Right. Yeah. And I just I just really think at the at the end of the day, um, him coming back is definitely definitely a positive thing. Like, like you can't find anything wrong with that move. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, so if the, if the Mets said, okay, we will give you Justin Verlander and 22 million, but we want Drew Gilbert. What would you say? Done. Wow. Done. Drew Gilbert even started hitting. He had a two home run game. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, you asked me on the spot, I would say do it. Yeah. It's one player, and if they absorb a lot of the contract, I know there's a ton of people who disagree with me. And, and if you're watching this and you just hear me say do it, I, I want you to tell me why you wouldn't do it. Like, like just I want to know, like, what reasons. Because prospects are prospects at the end of the day. Uh. I know Drew Gilbert is your hardest prospect. You know, right. but you but you have some others that I think are in the wings that also have some high potential. You know, Shea Whitcomb is a guy that's crushing the ball. In He's AAA. got 26 home runs. Yeah. I mean, Drew Gilbert's not the only guy out there hitting the ball, guys. And, and, and so that's my point. If it takes one player and it's Gilbert. I mean, it's not our I mean, what well, what is he or is he our number one rated prospect right now? Drew Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then so, Jacob Melton is second. Then you have Colin Barber, Ryan Clifford, Pedro Leon, Justin Dearden. Can you talk them Jim into Dearden? I'm joking. I, I think Dearden. they want something a little bit more than Dearden, but I think that Dearden uh, would not get it done. Dearden's no. not. Dearden's no, not I think uh, it would take somebody play. like a Melton or a Clifford uh, to get it done. Colin Barber has shown some success. Uh, they may take that, but uh, you would have to take on a lot more of the salary. I, think, if you're gonna do I that. think they would go Gilbert. I mean, can you imagine them getting Gilbert and Acuna? God. I almost don't want to think of that. So, yes, I want Verlander back. Um, and, yes, I'm willing to accept the pain, 
But if he comes back, it better pay off dividends. It better pay off dividends. Well, I would feel a lot more confident in the playoffs, even with as uh, up and down as Verlander has been in playoffs. You always feel comfortable with him on the mound, especially with the Houston Astros. And it's just it's Verlander. Verlander with the Houston Astros. It's just it just we could have Scherzer versus Verlander again in the World Series. No, you can't. Well, I mean, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. In the ALCS, not the World Series. In the ALCS. Right. Sorry. Yes, in the LCS, the Astros and Rangers. Yeah, th- don't bring back uh, 2019 uh, nightmares. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, right. that's right. We're in the same we're in the same league. All right. Yeah. Well, hey man, good job, um, Dana Brown. Excellent job. We're proud of you. We're proud of you, sir. Yeah. So I don't think he's done. I still think that they're they're probably going to go out there. I did see that the Cubs might be uh, thinking that they can t- contend this year, so they may be holding on to Cody Bellinger. So that may be the option may be off the plate. And uh, if that's not the case, then Marcus Stroman could be off the plate as well. You, there's still some options uh, with uh, with Michael Lorenzen uh, with the, okay. the Tigers. You have a couple options with the Cardinals. You can go look at with Montgomery and Flaherty, but they have. And who knows if you can get another guy that's not Verlander, obviously it doesn't do the same, right? But if you can get a guy that, that is solid for you and has solid postseason performance, right? Why pay the high cost if the cost is too high in your eyes? But the Rangers have definitely shot a, um, a cannonball across the Astros oh. bow. And they oh, are they saying, uh, come, come at us, come at us, bro, because uh, we're going to win the West. And so um, I think that it's up to the Astros and a lot of people are still predicting Astros to finish on top. So I think Justin Verlander will do a lot. And before we close out the show, Seth Martinez was optioned down triple a, like we predicted and Parker Mashinsky just gave up a home run. Uh, so isn't that ironic? <laughs> But um, so that's just how it'd be someday. So, but I think that that was the right decision. And so we'll see what happens overall, but I, I still like the move. I think that we may um, regret it, but also the Rangers, the Dodgers, Astros and Reds are in on Justin Verlander, according to several uh, sources. So We'll anything but the Dodgers. Anything but the Dodgers. That would go to suck. Cincinnati. Go to, go to Cincinnati, JV. <laughs> go to Arlington. I don't care. Just don't go there. No, don't know. Well, hold on. Wait, you want hold on. Did you just have a Forlian slip? You want Verlander to go to the Rangers? I'd rather him go to Arlington no, versus uh, no, LA. not an individual Eric. So you want two stalwart pitchers to go to a division rival? Oh, well, never mind. Yeah, well, I'm no, just no, no. saying I'd rather him the Dodgers. I think think about what you're saying. You do yeah. not want him going to the Rangers. Well, he's not, but him, I'm just saying I want him rather. going to Cincinnati yeah. or whatever. So, hey, go yeah. to the Savannah Bananas for all I care. If you're not coming here, just don't go to Arlington or L.A. So yeah. that's all I got, man. Great show. So I think that uh, we may have to um, – I think the Mets are going to wait for the best offer, and I think that's what they've been doing, like I said in yesterday's show. But that's all we got for this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. Go and check us out and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and go and subscribe to us on YouTube and give us a big fat thumbs up. Uh, my name is Eric Heisman. Find me on Twitter at Eric Hoxtros. You can find the show at Lockdown Astros, and you can find the other guy. Um, I think his name is Brett at H-Town Wheelhouse. And we will see you um, next time uh, when uh, news breaks or anything on the Lockdown Astros podcast. Ghost Rose. Ghost Rose.